0: live from nyc human suplex machine the one and only king they stream it and they scream it's the tash show everybody hacking everybody just wants more with the action hip-hop jones got the music blasting better watch out it's all he's asking over like bro he keeps it real he's no joker original he's no poser no competition he's the owner there i'm moving speakers closer because it's time to tune in to the tash show
1: all right, all right, here we go, baby. A little Tuesday, Tuesday edition of the Taz Show. Going to have an excellent show for you guys here today. Going to definitely chat up some Monday Night Raw for sure from last night. Give you a little bit of thoughts and opinions on that big national championship game between Clemson and Alabama with a shocking turn of events there where something rare that happens and Taz was wrong. But then, you know what? Sometimes that does happen. Uh, so that was definitely a shocking thing. Also, uh, Mike Johnson. Yes, the Mike Johnson will be on the Tash Show today with the PW Insider Report. Everybody loves of Mike Johnson's on the show. So we'll see what kind of dirt and scuttlebutt Mike has for us, if any, or stuff he could tease, and then he could just use it to promote his own website. So uh, that's usually what happens here. Uh, yeah. If you are, yeah. Uh, see, if you are. Uh, that was down in the dumper. If you want to call the show, it's a very <laughs> simple process.
2: Attention hotline fans.
1: Uh, all you got to do is basically dial in 866-475-2948. 866-475-2948. It's, you know, we did this and it's like, I, I got the producer here. <laughs> uh, we got the, the lumberjack Dennis Jones. Timber. He's He's uh, sitting right here. Uh, Big D, uh, we did a little rehearsal before the show, just making sure all the levels are right because you're still new here. I am but the good thing is is I'm patient <laughs> you are <laughs> like <laughs> like a saint. Saint. uh well yeah I so, saw uh, you know we d- you know we do like a, a little test run everything was great <laughs> No, hold no. on hold on and then I come up hot live and it's not so like what's going on here you sound great I sound men's immenseds like Ooh, you sound beautiful yeah well yeah well the sound effects though might not it's a little uh, down in the dumper as we call it um I don't know the, the dude why are you playing around already with the audio? Like, what's going on here? You can't. No, 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 no. I used to. I've been through many producers here. Hands off. No, no. You can't be hands off. You gotta be hands on. <laughs> you can't have it both ways. Either no, but I gotta you play with the audio or I can't. Listen, sir. You cannot screw up my show. Stop it. All right. I you will bring, do you,
3: less, but do more.
1: Yes, but do better. That's what I used to tell the guy. Who used to be on the show. Remember the captain buy a hat. I used to tell him do better you guys all go like one audio producing store to make sure things go wrong for me
3: yeah it's it's in the same lot as like Best Buy <laughs> Best Buy Home Depot audio lot store
1: well, you keep doing that uh, this hash show end up uh, on in, in the blockbuster store <laughs> which, basically they're out of business they're done right blockbuster
3: I for the most part I think there's like one or two left in like Alaska
1: dude those were over back in the day you know they get those the tapes. The they were the best you can b- get movies sports any types of uh, martial arts tapes, whatever you need. You could get them back then, you know, but uh, no more. Gonski, because that's a digital age. And this is a digital show. This is an audio on demand, live audio at TazShow.com or or VOD or live video streaming, Body Slams and Beyond, streaming and screaming, Taz Show, the whole friggin' kit and caboodle. And I've done a lot of shows thus far, and I've built a nice audience because the audience I... uh, I'm lucky to have a bunch of great folks that support this show, so I've built a great audience because you guys allow me to, you know. So I want to thank you guys because we're on a cusp because tomorrow is the 300 episode of the Taz Show. Yes, that's a big deal, 300th episode, and I want to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart, and I mean that sincerely uh god i look like i'm glowing right now i I looked at the monitor and i I, it looks like i am just a uh, like an angel that hot lights jones they call it so i want to thank you guys for getting the show to the 300th level i do appreciate that and you know been through a lot of different people on the staff here and i want to thank all of those guys that were on and girls because of our friend that cow you remember her Uh, But, um, no, I want to thank everybody that's been part of the show, behind the scenes, and as far as the fan base. Because without you guys, I think we're good there. Without you guys, um, this wouldn't have happened. And, you know, uh, God willing, we just keep rolling here, you know, to 500 shows, to 1,000 shows. Now, I'd love to tell you, oh, I got something special for that 300 show tomorrow. Uh, Yep, I got something special for that 300 show tomorrow. Not today. Uh Uh-uh. Not happening. Nope. 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 Not today. Uh-uh. So uh, yep. Yeah, that's not the way this is going down. You know me. I'm coming at you tomorrow. I'll give you a little smackdown action. Talk about that a little bit. Talk about whatever else is going on. Um, probably no guest. Nothing. That's usually not the gimmick here. I mean, you've worked on a lot of shows, uh, Big Lumberjack. Jack. I mean, is it like, bother you that we don't do a lot of guests?
3: No. I. In fact, I like what we do here. Really? You. Do, people don't tune into the Taz show for the guests. They tune in for Taz. Yeah, well, that's the problem. Oh, no, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was
1: trying to give you the benefit of the doubt. Uh, uh, <laughs> like, I'm trying. I'm trying, bro.
3: Humble Jones. Well, no,
1: so far, any early goings for you here on the Tad Show? Okay, decide. How's things going for you? Uh, are you being treated properly by yours truly and everybody here at CBS? Is Seth being a ball buster? How's things going?
3: Well, Seth is being a ball buster, but that's what Seth does. You, on the other hand, I couldn't have said. You know, you hear things about Taz. Oh, you know, he's perfect. He's great to work with. Everybody loves Taz. And so far, I couldn't agree more. There is not one bad thing that that I've had happen here. You've been gentlemanly, scholarly. You're an absolute delight to <laughs> yes. work with.
1: Delightful. That sounded like the Matt Hardy. <laughs> Wonderful. 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 <laughs> Delightful. Oh God. Ah,
3: the best. But no, it's <laughs> been it's been an absolute pleasure to be here. Really, and to many, to many more three hundred episodes.
1: Well, we need to mark this date uh, because uh, no, no, I, I don't mean literally, sir. Oh, well. What I'm saying is like because I want to see if you're saying the same thing here in about two months uh, if you're still here. Uh, so because <laughs> <laughs> be, now, uh, video Brian, while you're saying that, he's probably in the uh, the, the the production gimmick Schnaber's video room, laughing his ass off. <laughs> this lumberjack he just don't get it. Two. <laughs> He doesn't realize Taz is a douche. No. Yeah. No. He goes, no. But I am pissed off at you, sir. Before I get into the show, I want to share this with the audience. You know, look, we've talked about the, uh, I think it was on the social media, some of the fancy Dan hats that I bought as presentos, gifts for you guys here, all these slunkers that work on the show. Right? Remember the nice, fancy winter hats that were very expensive? Beautiful. Yeah. Okay. I've seen you two days in a row, sir. And I've seen you wear winter hats, and it's you know where I'm going. It's like four degrees in New York the past two days. And I've yet to see you wear this new hat that was a presento, a gift from me. I'm insulted, and I want it back. Okay? So that's how I am. If you don't use the gifts I give, I take them back. That's me. You're Indian giving? i Indian giver Jones, yes. Uh, I, I, I'm just—by the way, I don't know if that's PC— I think it's Native American giving. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you how things are here. My so, apologies. so yeah. So, why don't you wear the hat? I want the truth. Don't lie, because I'll find out the truth. Truthfully,
3: I keep the hat in my bedroom, and I just forget it in the morning. I leave the lights off so I don't wake up my roommate. That's the problem. That's so the problem. You're forgetting. I get, out, I get out to the living room, put my coat on. I leave the, this winter hat that I currently wear, I leave that on the coffee table, so in my, in my gathering my belongings on the way out the door, right. jacket on, keys, winter hat. So No you know one cares, I'm, no you know, one cares. I got
1: a guy, but see, see, but see, see, listen. That, I, I have all an that, easy fix. But that's a big bullshit thing. See, so, no, no, it is really, bro. I love you, guy, but you know, you gotta wear a hat. You gotta support the show, sir. I'll
3: tell you what, <laughs> when I go home today, I'm switching coffee table hat and Taz show hat. That way, when I run out the door tomorrow, Keys, jacket, lumberjack hat. I thought
1: you were saying you were going to switch the coffee tables. Like, I don't want to redesign your gimmick. I I would do that for you. (laughs) No, but I'm just saying, does the hat fit? You have a massive head. I I do. Does the the hat fit? Oh, like a glove. Glove, okay. I was just a little concerned because I felt like, uh, you know, I'm very big at that. I was walking uh, this morning, very early. I came back, got my coffee at the Gimmick Schneebitz downstairs on the streets, and I'm walking, you know, and it's it's very early in the morning. And I see this tall, large man walking towards me with a snorkel jacket coat on and gloves that were like the, like his hands were claws. And I see this beautiful hat, and who would have thunk it? ha <laughs> It was the video O'Brien going to get himself a little burrito. Uh, early this morning, and he said hello to me uh, like a gentleman, and he was wearing the presento that I gave him. It's that simple. I give a gift; you have to wear it.
3: I will wear it the rest of the
1: week. Uh, no, no, well, well yes, because no, I
3: because I want to. Now, here's the thing: what? I can't wear it during the show because I got all these contraptions on my head. It
1: gets hot. It gets, head. hot. it gets hot. Yeah, yeah, I know. And so, it gets hot too, though.
3: It does so? Is that all right if I if I
1: wear it to <sighs> the Dude, show? I am no one to tell you when or when not to wear any of your apparel items i i just make suggestions now i don't need you to wear i don't think i need to see you wear this hat in the streets all the time but maybe once would be nice it's friggin' three degrees out bro
3: tomorrow's that day
1: and i guarantee you the winter caps that you're wearing are nowhere near the quality of what i've given you
3: I will give you that. That hat is so warm. It's Bro, like an oven.
1: The thing is, it is. It's insulated. That hat is not cheap. The hat you're wearing, you paid friggin' four dollars for, and you probably got a, a, a you know a box of dots with it. You know the, the gummy candies. They're dots. delicious. I love dots. You ever have the Christmas dots? They have the red and the green with the. I have not. It's that white frosting on it? Oh, toothache, City Jones. Oh yeah, no, it's phenomenal. Yeah, no, it really is. All right, enough of that. But so, yes, I just wanted to to, to share with you guys that, uh, you know, Lumberjack's not wearing the hat I gave him, which is a load of Milwaukee. And uh, also, more importantly, tomorrow's the 300th episode of the show. So, like I said, I wanted to thank you guys for that. Uh, You guys got the show to that level by keeping the show hot, keeping, you know, always using the hashtag, the Taz Show, you know, always keeping it, uh, spreading the word about the show from the beginning of the human podcast machine all the way up until today. I'm still rolling out here every day doing it. You know, ten hours a week, two hours a day, Monday through Friday. Live video, live audio, and you guys support it. Keep spreading the word. I love it. I'm honest with you guys. I'm straight up with you guys. Sometimes you like what I say. Sometimes you don't. And that's the relationship we have as a host and an audience. And that's what I do. And from some people have left the show. Some people, I don't know if you noticed, Dennis. Some fans in the past have left the Taz show. It happens, but you've been in the radio game a long time It's not the first time this has happened This happens all the time, right or wrong Correct, do you want them back? Listen, that's a tough question And please don't ever really ask me any questions again I don't like being questioned by anyone But, uh, to answer it, I don't know It's, it's to each his own I, Of course I would love everybody back At the end of the day, I would But, you know, I'm an acquired taste some people like me, some don't. So I it's it's a free, you know, it's a free country, it's a free world. Listen to what you want, watch what you want. But if you want to come back to Tash Show, hey, listen, Dennis, it's a simple gimmick. They go on Tasho.com. I don't know who listens or watch the show. I guess some some people MF mfing me you know, back in the day, and they could be listening to them watch this thing all the time. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know, I don't care. I do the show. And those that support the show, I love them. And there's many of them. And uh, actually, speaking of supporting the show, we've seen a lot of this at, at Monday Night Raw's and SmackDown's where people have signs. They're holding up signs for the Taz show. And this is stuff that I've talked about here in the past, and I appreciate that kind of support, and it spreads the word of the show. And that's that comes into you know uh, uh, the, the the new moniker for this year where we over. Okay, that's that's the audience. That's not me. That's not... That's not people here on the tag show behind the scenes. That's not CBS. That is the audience. We over, over like Rover, and that's you guys. That's that's the fraternity I want to build here. And when I see signs at, at at TV events, especially WWE events, the masses see it. That makes me so proud, and it's so so cool. So uh, and actually, I the you know, Raw was in New Orleans yesterday, and I saw a, um, I saw a, a, on Twitter a guy made a sign at six thirty two. Which stands for twice as pissed And he also had And it said we over And then on the other side One of the other signs he had Said the Taz show Perfect orange With black letters Big black letters So you can see it on TV And I only saw it on TV And the guy had great seats And a hard camera I think I retweeted his gimmick And But I only saw it For like a second Did you notice it or not?
3: I saw it briefly
1: Early, early, early. And, and then yeah. it was gone So I don't know If they took his son Maybe he Maybe does one his seats Maybe he had a move I don't know what the situation was, but I do appreciate uh, I do appreciate that and that kind of love for sure. So um anyway, with all the house cleaning I got, I put myself over pretty good. I plugged at the Johnson. Give me a second, I gotta figure this out. Just this sometimes this happens, Dennis. I just I have to think. All right, so I put over Mike Johnson. I did that. Uh then what else did I do? I gotta I gotta talk about the Alabama Clemson gimmick stampets for football. And I'm gonna talk about Raw in a minute because I got a new US champion. I have thoughts and opinions on that for sure. Uh, I know the phones are ringing and they're jamming up already. I know that's definitely happening. So I think I'm good. Okay, so the national championship. Uh, okay, Clemson ends up defeating Alabama. Now, I was surprised. I, I was kind of, hey, look, everybody, I don't have a dog in a fight at the end of the day for me, right? Neither of these teams are my teams. They're both great programs, obviously, uh, but both great coaches with Dabo Sweeney over there at uh, you know at Clemson and obviously the, the Nick Saban over at Alabama. So, look, the thing is, man, I, the whole year I talked about college football, i got to be honest, I did not give Clemson a, a bunch of love. And it wasn't because I didn't respect them. It wasn't that I didn't think they were good. I just don't, I, you know, I didn't really follow them that much. Uh, I didn't follow Alabama that much, but Alabama's like the hood ornament of college football, right? I'm not saying that's... The right thing. I'm not saying it's the wrong thing. I'm not saying they're not beatable because they got beat yesterday, but it's just the way it is. So uh, I I didn't cover Alabama. I'm sorry, uh, Clemson, a lot through the year. So to all those Clemson fans, I apologize for that. I should have and I didn't. I did not do my due diligence. But you know, I just cover football and mainstream sports at times uh, in my way, you know, in a jocularity form with some insight of when I played, but I played at a low level. And uh, and I coached and, and stuff and and I'm a, a supporter of of the game, so I just come and give you my opinions on a regular guy's opinion on on the game, you know what I mean on football. But last night I got a chance, you know, I watched Raw obviously, but I did watch some of the national championship. Man, I gotta tell you, man, it was crazy because that, that the chunk of that game Alabama was in charge, and then that fourth quarter Clemson turned up. And they ended up winning the game 35-31. I hear the fourth quarter was amazing. I missed it because I fell asleep. I saw one Renfro, uh, number 13, wide receiver from Clemson, recovered a fumble. Um uh one of the Alab- no, no uh, yeah, there was a, one of the uh, Clemson guys fumble. I remember who Alabama guy scoops gets getting ready to score a touchdown, and Renfro tackles him, which was a big, big tackle at the end. He, he nailed him right in his knee. And took him down and, and led to a field goal, not a touchdown. I believe I'm, I'm not going. I'm not reading this. I'm going to memory here what I saw, and that could have been a little bit of a turning point, possibly. But like I said, I fell asleep. I did not see the all of the fourth quarter. I have the game taped. I want to watch. I heard that fourth quarter was unbelievable. That's what I heard. Did you get a chance to see the fourth quarter? I actually stayed up and watched it. Is it as good as people say? More, really. It was one of the best
3: national title games I've seen since the. USC Texas Rose Bowl from I think two thousand six I wanna say. Reggie Bush in that bad boy? The, the Vince yeah. Young yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Liner Reggie Bush yeah, 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 I game. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So this was that good, and eh? yeah. It That's was, what I'm hearing. I mean you got the, the mighty Alabama coming in, they're yeah. supposed to you know, it the rematch, all the all the storylines and it played out ex- like you couldn't ask for a better ending. Right. It was it was exciting. Down to the wire, drama. Mm. Can Nick Saban's defense stop
1: yes. Debo Sweeney's offense? Right. And then you get the last play. So I'm going to go over some of the stats here in this thing here. And uh, usually there's, I don't know, maybe some kind of like a feel for the – to get people – got a lot of wrestling fans that listen or watch the Taz show. So you kind of got to get them in a little bit of a football mood when you're talking football. So it's like it's holding hands Jones over here. So it's a like, – yeah, he's smirking. Uh, the, 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 you no, know, no. You know, yes, yes. So, here we go. Um, are we covering NFL right now? No, sir. No, no. Oh.
0: No! Stop!
1: Stop! I have something else for this. What?
3: What? Hold on.
1: What? Oh. Better now for- we're doing our job. Better for your palate? <laughs> That's great, because it was the last college football game of the year. So at least you got it down now. Play it once. Talk to you next year. Thanks for coming. See you in September. Exactly. And so Clemson defeats Alabama 35-31. Uh, with a last minute uh drive a scoring drive uh with one second left. I mean uh Deshaun Watson was uh, he played great man he played great four hundred and twenty yards three touchdowns he was thirty six of fifty six this kid I'm telling you see a lot of these guys that are excellent quarterbacks in college they go to the NFL and they don't do that well. And I don't know. I think I got a feeling this kid might be a good NFL quarterback. What do you think?
3: I think if he it depends on what team he goes to, obviously. Right, of course. I don't think um, if he goes to like the Browns or the Jets or a team that's in desperate need of a quarterback immediately, yeah. I don't know if he'll succeed, but if huh? he goes if well, he has sure. an opportunity to to groom under somebody and grow right. as, as and develop, I think he's absolutely could
1: play at the next level. It was a simple yes or no answer, but thank you for that drop. Alright, so um is it just like an amazing thing? Like when people get in that producer chair, they they just think that they're like like uh they just think they're like uh somebody who talks a lot. They become Howard Stern. That guy talks all the time. Unlike me. Yeah. It's all you. Yes, no, I know. I'm joking. I'm joking. I love Howard Stern too, by the way. It's easy. So, look, Deshaun Watson. I agree what you just said, Dennis. I do think it depends on the team he goes to. Let him grow a little bit, and I think he could be a legitimate NFL quarterback. He's got the size, he's got the arm. The guy was in the Heisman running two years in a row, came up short. But this is the big one here, man. He got the big national championship. I think the last time Clemson won a Natty championship was like in the '80s, like 1981 or something like that. So, this was huge for Deshaun Watson to lead that offense. Um really was outstanding. This kid, Hunter Renfro, has had a good year, a good chunk of the year. I saw him a little bit, even though I didn't follow Clemson that much. I have seen him play uh, a couple times. He's good, man. He's kind of like that Wes Welker type guy. I was telling my uh, brother-in-law um, during uh, whatever it was, New Year's Day, New Year's Eve, whatever day uh, we were watching the game, whatever Clemson played in the playoff. And I'm like, this kid Renfro, this guy will be a New England Patriot before you know it, and I'll be hating him. Oh, yeah, no, no, because he's that type of a slot-type receiver that the Patriots, uh, you know, Welker, who's the other guys? Um, uh, who's the guy Edelman. Here? Edelman, yeah, those Amendola. types. Amendola. Amendola, yeah, Dan Amendola, Texas Tech guy. Yeah, I remember him. So, yeah, they got all those cats there. So, Hunter Refereau, he he's definitely, you can see him being that type or oh, he'll go somewhere else. He's legit. This kid's legit. He had 10 receptions, 92 yards, two touchdowns, including the game winner, Mike Williams, another guy who's going to make big bank in the NFL 8 receptions 94 yards 1 touchdown he was clutch in this game he made some big catches Mike Williams in this game good connection there with him and Deshaun Watson so uh, Alabama played great Man, it wasn't like they played bad at all I mean uh, that, that true freshman quarterback Hurt his last name Jalen Hurt Is his last name Hurt uh, 13 of 31 131 yards uh, 1 touchdown and um, 10 carries to 63 yards and 1 touchdown Both Scarborough the big number 9 the running back got Hurt during this game, left the game in the second half. And he's a big time difference maker. He had almost 100 yards with a couple touchdowns. He's legit, this Bo Scarborough. I've seen this big, big bastard play, man. He's a big, big, brutal runner. I mean, tough, tough. Like a Derrick Henry type. Derrick Henry was there, and he's that type of running back who was at Alabama, and now he's with the Tennessee Titans. But, um, you know, I got to tell you, man, this, back to the quarterback, uh, Jalen Hurt this kid. I mean, Alabama's future is very bright because this kid's a true freshman and playing at the highest level like he did yesterday or even all season but especially in that game yesterday with that kind of pressure just imagine how much this kid grew as a player mentally emotionally and physically uh, at that level I mean sure he lost but that's okay losing sometimes I'm not saying losing is a good thing but when you lose sometimes it builds more character and you get humble and then you get hungrier those, those it bills perseverance, you know, and it, it, you can avoid, uh, you know, uh, complacency and laziness. Jeez, I'm a friggin' motivational speaker! I, I motivate myself. That's why I, I got you, you guys on this crew here, Dennis. You guys are all just, you're all like you're just a bunch of slunkers. Let's be honest. But with me here, I motivate you guys, and then you get into like doing your job. I'm ready to run through a wall for you right now. Stop! You sounded though. I- you what do. can I? What can I do? Uh, I yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know what you can do. Uh, but um, yeah. So I'm a motivator. That's that's the bottom line. Uh, so anyway, so that's the deal on that. So uh, big big deal right there. Uh, Alabama. Uh, you know what was the line? Six and a half. Yeah, six and a half. So Alabama was favored six and a half. So some folks made some money. That's bad one. So yeah, Clemson defeats Alabama, 35 to 31. What a big deal that was for sure. Hey, uh, Cody. Cody, you're great in Alabama. What's going on, buddy? You're on the Tash Show.
4: Good moment, Tash.
1: Uh, good buddy. Good moment. Good moment. What's going on, buddy?
4: Well, first I want to say happy 300.
1: Oh, well, I appreciate uh, that. Um, it's,
4: it's been a it's been a we're long not there time since I called in. One of the original.
1: Wait, hold on, uh, Cody. Cody. So history. Cody. 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 So what's it? So Dennis said. What'd you say, Dennis? We're only at 299. Yeah, but he's right. But Cody's right. We're just we're like on the cusp.
4: We can celebrate
1: 20. WrestleMania weekend all week. Ah, so Cody. we celebrate
4: this all week
1: long. Oh, Cody's my boy. All See, right, I like that. He's 300, right. No, Three hundred he, week. He's right. He's right. Cody's right. Listen, listen, Dennis. Let Cody put me over. Stop being jealous. <laughs> he's putting over the show. Go ahead, Cody. Continue, my friend.
4: Anyway, I have a few facts
1: about the game last night. Go for it. Go for
4: it. First off, Alabama is the John Cena of college football.
1: Now you're from Alabama. Yeah. Okay, and continue.
4: Uh, no one wants to see the win except Alamance. and
1: no one wants to see John Cena win except John Cena. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's like the Patriots. Nobody yeah, wants yeah. to see the Patriots. They the Patriots. Win. Right. No one wants to see the Patriots win except for Patriot fans. Exactly.
4: And everyone's happy when the
1: Bills beat the Patriots. Yes, everyone, especially me. But exactly. you know, here in New York, it's the same with the Yankees. You know, baseball. The, the, no one wants to see the New York Yankees. Except for Yankee fans, and there's one in the studio. Uh, as a Met fan, uh, Cody, what happens is like you know you usually hate the Yankees, even though I'm not a Yankee hater, but that does happen. But I, I'll let you continue. So I'm assuming you are an Auburn fan. <laughs>
4: yes, yes I am.
1: How and, did I guess?
4: But, oh, how did you guess? <laughs> uh, first off, to the Alabama fans, there's no need to be mad at your team. They did amazing. They did. But there is also no need to hate all the Auburn fans that wanted to see you lose because you did the same thing to us against. Seminoles, and, and against story.
1: Mm. You know what I find interesting, Cody? It's kind of like a poetic justice type thing that no one else notices but me. But Auburn fans might have noticed this. You notice right before the game uh, last last night, there was an eagle that flew across the stadium. Did you notice that?
4: Yes, it was. And that was also the same eagle that flew over the Oregon game when Auburn won. And Auburn is also the last SEC team to go undefeated with the championship.
1: Now, Cody, being you're from Alabama and you're an Auburn fan, you know this. Me being a genius, I know this. But I want you to educate the rest of my audience. Why am I bringing up an eagle while I talk to an Auburn fan? Please explain that briefly.
4: Because War Eagle.
1: There you go. War Eagle is the battle cry for the Auburn nation, correct?
4: Yes, it is. There you go. And then also. Hey, that's not uh, bad
1: that a Yankee like me knows that, right or wrong?
4: It's very good, and I'm proud to hear it. I'm proud <laughs> to hear that Auburn is not nice and represented up in the
1: booth. No, it is. Now, we, we know. dude. Believe me, football fans know. That's not. So you're, you obviously were rooting against uh, Alabama.
4: Yes, yes, I was. And then um, I also find it interesting that the, quote, best team in the nation is also the team with the most losses in the national title playoffs.
1: So are you implying that Nick Saban chokes on the pressure?
4: i um, not implying it's video proof.
1: <laughs> oh, man, you're good. Uh, all right, Cody. Well, look, brother, I appreciate your call, and uh, congrats on your quasi-Clemson uh, Tigers just in that moment winning the game.
4: Hey, when an orange Tiger team goes in with an eagle flying above, defeats Alabama, it counts as a win for everybody.
1: Everything's a work, bro. That's why. It was all set up from the beginning. I should have realized it, that. It was a work. It was a work. <laughs> all right, Cody. Thanks, man. Take care, buddy. Happy 300. All right, bro. Thanks, man. Oh, that was great. Hey, see, don't, look, Dennis, don't, please don't ever correct the audience, okay? That's when they're putting me over. Can't do that. Without the audience, we have nothing, sir. Nothing. Do you not realize that? I'm going to bust my nuts over here. Hey, uh, what we got here? Uh, Matthew in North Carolina. You were on the Taz Show. Uh, Good moment, Taz. How are you? Good moment, sir. How are we doing?
5: I'm doing fantastic. Uh, First-time caller, Greenhorn. Um, I wanted to talk about the Roman Reigns' uh, title change from last night on Raw.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, I'll tell you what. We we, we had a caller say it yesterday that predicted this was going to happen, right, Dennis? You kind of on that fence, too. I was like, hey, it's a great idea. I I didn't put too much thought into it, but it happened. Jericho's the new uh, U.S. champ. I'll tell you what. I think it's a good move because it seemed like Roman Reigns, uh, you know, Matt didn't really even want – that US title. A lot of people notice his body language the way he carried the title belt on his shoulder and all that stuff. So it was backwards and it was kinda like an afterthought. You know, so
5: I was was about to make that point as well, um, because, you know, he beat Rusev for the title and then he's gonna defend it like three times against Jericho and like Owens and stuff like that on Raw and just like throw away matches where you know he's gonna win. Mm. And they put him in this handicap match. To, I guess, maybe preview why the importance of we're putting Jericho in a shark cage above the ring. Yeah. Maybe that, maybe that's what they're trying to do. And I also noticed in the match as well, Owens did the powerbomb on the apron. Ooh. Maybe that, Maybe uh, Owens did the uh, uh, reins. And I wonder if they're going to work the back now at the Rumble. I wonder if that's the story they're going to tell at the match. Wait,
1: do I now get at the Rumble? Say that last part. Po- I didn't hear you.
5: Oh, I'm sorry. Um. They did the powerbomb spot on right, the right on the apron skirt.
1: Yeah. Roman Reigns took the bump. Yep.
5: Yeah. So I'm wondering now if that's going to be the story of the match that Owens is going to be working the back of Reigns.
1: Uh, at, at when? At, you're talking about the Rumble? Uh,
5: yeah, the Rumble, the title match. Well, that's
1: kind of too far away. I mean, that'd be a long time to work at injury. But I, I get your drift on it. Um, I just think that was a good setup for him to lose the match, in essence, because that was a nasty bump. Uh, but thank you, Matthew, for calling uh, from North Carolina. I appreciate him being a first-time caller. That's uh, cool to hear from you. Uh, thank you very much. But i got to go to break, though. All side of break, break, uh, we're going to talk more about Raw. Uh, Mike Johnson coming up later on. Also, it looks like uh, – ah, Ah, the gentleman who was actually in New Orleans yesterday holding up that Taz Show sign is on the phone. We'll talk to him on the other side of the break. Sit tight.
6: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
1: All right, here we go. Oh, a little Tuesday edition Taz Show coming here. So, uh, start to talk a little bit about Raw. I think we're going break Give my national championship opinions and thoughts on that stuff. Talked about that a little bit. I'll go back a little later. I don't know. I gotta say. got Mike Johnson coming up top of the hour with the PWSR report. Everybody's running the muck. We really love Mike Johnson. He's been chomping at the bit. You had a little
3: uh, conversation with Mike Johnson yesterday. Isn't that right, Dennis? I spoke with him, yes. Well, no, I texted him. I don't want to say I spoke. Was I texted he, with him. Was he
1: happy to hear from you? He was... I...
3: So we wanted to confirm that he was coming back because this will be his first time in the new year. Yes, sir So you said you were like hey look reach out. See if make yeah. sure sh- confirm So I, I said hey Mike, you know, it's Dennis the new producer blah 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 I was like are you still willing to come on with Tez? We'd love to have you and he, he scoffed at me oh. Said, Dennis, I just assumed I was doing it.
1: Yeah, that's the Mike Johnson I said, My apologies right now. He's listening or watching saying that son of a bitching producer <laughs> Damn Lumberjack <laughs> sucks <laughs> stooge he's saying right now bro I'm telling him he's very into it he's to himself he's to himself so. yeah he'll no sell it when he comes on the show oh he's coming on a little while yeah I he, I feel like he's always worried like like I'm gonna like you know not have him on a show I I, I love having him on a show great he's insight great. well it's good insight but uh <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> no 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 it's good insight. I'm posting <laughs> shots that's good so uh i said that you know we had a little uh little taz show uh sign uh, i saw on raw yesterday and uh you know they were in new Orleans. and um before i get continue talking a little bit more raw here i wanted to i have the guy on the show here he called into the show so i saw his uh his gimmick here we got johnny blaze from new Orleans. you're on the taz show buddy what's up
2: what's happening taz how are you my friend what's going on so you were there right Yes sir, we were there me and my lady my father we all went out to the show. It was a How was the show? Very, it was it was a spectacle man. You know like I haven't been to a show in a long time. Yeah. It has progressed. They oh my it was like a concert or it, something. It, it is. Amazing. No,
1: their production that they do that WWE does is e- immense. It's awesome, it's vast. Um, I gotta tell you at home watching the show, I don't think it was that good of a raw show, but when you're there, you know what I mean Johnny, when you're at these shows, even if it's a house show, uh, it's a different feel. It's like a concert. You can listen to a band you know on a whatever on iTunes and it sounds great in your you know in your earbuds. But then when you go to the concert, it's like, wow, this is sick. You know what I mean? Same thing with wrestling, you know? And I, I don't think the Raw show on TV was that very was very good at all. I wasn't a big fan of last night's show. But from a production standpoint, no, nah, it's always awesome. So I can only imagine how good of a time you guys had.
2: I picked up on that, sir. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Definitely picked up on that. Um, the show definitely was a bit slow, you know, um, That crowd was a little bit antsy waiting for HBK and waiting for The Undertaker. Right. But the way they booked everything out didn't help. Yeah, Um, yeah. My my favorite part of the show, though, I have to give some credit to this gentleman, uh, Roman Reigns. He works Uh, hard.
1: He works very hard, man. He works hard.
2: Going into the show, I was really only excited to see Rollins and KO and Jericho. Right. But... When Roman Reigns walked out into the building, the energy changes, and he was the only guy where it was comparable at all to Undertaker or HBK. Wow. Um, Wow. That's a strong statement.
1: That's cool to hear. Okay. I
2: I feel like it probably would have been the same for Rollins, but his entrance got muddled at the beginning because a bunch of guys are out there. Right. But when Reigns came out, as much as the boos were happening – it was still super electric. That's the it key. It was amazing. That's called, cool. and bro, and uh, I've talked
1: about that. I've talked about that, Johnny. That's called being over. And people are saying, you know, ah, he's not over. No, no, bro, I've been saying it for a long time. <laughs> that dude is over. Trust
2: me. <laughs> it's, it's very evident when you're in the building. And I'll tell you something else. He is really close, potentially, to being either a super hot face. Or a super hot heel. And I'll tell you what makes me say that he could be a super hot face. That spot where Owen tips him with the power bomb on the apron. Yeah. When that happened, you could tell some of the the, the men around us who were acting like knuckleheads. For that moment, it was like, wait a second. Yeah. We don't want them to die. I mean, we we like (laughs) booing against them and all that. But what's happening here, you know? And so when I saw that happen, and I could really feel some of these grown men who were just getting into the fun of booing this dude, really have that emotional connection. I was like, this guy's got something. Well, it
1: is, and that's a combination of two things. That's a combination of. A spot being done right, meaning Kevin Owens really you know Amazing. drilled him into that apron, which is a, a dangerous bump because that see, you know, you always hear announcers say, you know, the hardest part of the ring is the apron. I gotta I humbly say I was the first one to explain that as a commentator on the air and they all hacked me. And yep, I don't want to be that guy, but they did. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah. That's right. So so the thing is um, but to get in detail, it's not just the hardest part of the ring. And I've done this as an announcer. That corner, the with the, the front of the uh, ring and the top of the apron, you know, of the ring, is a metal corner corner bead in there. Corner bead. Where anybody's done any construction, know what I mean? And that's metal with screws and everything with some padding over it. But it's hard as balls. So that I guess those dudes around you realize how much that hurt him. And could potentially incapacitate Roman Reigns. And it's also the way Roman sold it. He sold Amazing, the bump. Yeah. Great, yeah. So that helped. Now, the most important thing is, what the heck happened to the sign? Now, don't just tell me they took the sign from you because the WWE is my best friend. So there's no way. People
0: let tell you about my best friend.
2: There's no way they took the sign from you. So what happened? They did not take the sign, and let me also say this: my lady made all the sign. She, she made did a great job. She deserves the credit. She yes. did a great job. Um, so what happened was, and I, and I take full responsibility. At the very right, maybe 15 minutes before the show goes live, they're like, "Hey, we're going live on USA with their commercial loop." I throw up the sign, and then I pull it down real quick, and then they have a main event match, and I'm like forgetting. I put up the sign, and gets on the main event. I'm like, wait a second. They just saw the sign, and I swear to you, from that point on, it was like they were playing hide-and-seek with me. But I do believe, besides at the beginning, that it made it on during the Kofi and Titus match.
1: Yes, yes, I remember seeing yeah. it. Well, I want to thank you. It not matter if it made it on or not. I'm busting chops. But I want to thank you, Johnny, for, for you and your lady making it, taking the time to make it, bring it to the arena. I was very nice of you, dude, and I want to personally thank you for that.
2: Well, let me thank you. And I was not BSing when I sent that tweet. The entire reason that I bought tickets to Raw was to bring Todd show signs. Ah. Um, I, I have never gone to a Raw show. I've gone to wrestling shows. I mostly go to the independent guys. Shout out to Wildcats down here in New Orleans. Right. But. I decided to go to Raw just so that I could show Taz, show love, and if you don't mind, I have one small request.
1: I actually do mind. No,
2: I'm kidding. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> my, te- my, my lady is a teacher. Yes. She teaches kindergarten. Yes. A lot of the young people love the wrestling, yes. but also a lot of the young people have a tendency of getting not to hack, but irascible. Oh. So I was wondering if you could send a little message to Miss LeGrone's first kindergarten class in case they get out of line maybe the human suplex machine might drop some fools on their heads. I don't know.
1: Well I don't Want to suplex kindergartners, Spot, I understand. <laughs> there might be a few kindergartners that are taller than me, but I digress. Um, well, those little kids—you tell those kids, you tell, you tell Mr. Ron that those kids need to stay in line and not to hack, not to play around. Pay attention. Don't be fresh. Be, don't be a little wise ass like I was when I was a kid. Look at me now—I'm a mess. Pay attention. Don't be a slunker. And that's the story on that. Hopefully the kids get that message loud and clear. And, Johnny, thank you for calling the show, buddy. And thank you for going to Raw with your family and your lady there and making the signs and stuff like that. She's like a good dude. Thank you, Johnny, very much. I appreciate the love down there. And New Orleans. How do they say? All New Orleans. New Orleans. No, no, New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah, New Orleans. They got, they got horrible accents down there, bro. You know, not like up here. You know what I mean? They got just really, really, just really bad accents down there. No, no. No, it's all good. I mean, that guy's a good dude, man. But I remember seeing the sign, which was cool. So so back to, uh, you know, talking about Raw a little bit here and about, like, uh, just to jump ahead, like the U.S. title. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I personally think that putting it on Chris Jericho is not a good thing. I think it's a great thing. And I don't think it was that good of a Raw. Okay? I I, I, I think that it ended good by putting that title on Chris and this is why I've talked before here on my Show about John Cena When John Cena was the US champ How much that championship meant Okay even You know to the point that it started to Rival the world title I mean it was over I mean that friggin title the company Pushed it and John knew how to Handle the push and John I'm sure With his you know credibility and his years Of work he's got some input obviously He's got political powers and that He's earned that so some could scoff on the guy, but you earned that, you know. So, so regardless, the U.S. title once it on reigns, dude, that the title just really hadn't meant, you know, nothing. I, that might be a little exaggeration, but it really didn't mean much, right? Yes, no. Did Did he even defend
3: it? Like, I don't. I can't think of a. I don't know. I, I don't mean, know. I'm sure. I'm sure he did once or twice, but it was it was a very unmemorable run.
1: Yeah. I uh, the thing is. Now that it's on Jericho, dude, trust me, Chris, the push and Chris will make that U.S. title big. And they they better do that because it's easy to do. And what you got to do is you got to create tension now, which no one will expect, between Owens and Jericho. It's a layup. Oh, God, it's so easy to do. And it would be so awesome to watch. And those guys have great chemistry. And it would be awesome. Whose title's better? Right or wrong?
3: And it's funny, because it's like the Universal title versus the U.S. title. I know. But saying. that's exactly how they're going to play well, it. because they could
1: do so many bits. Well, Universal, Kevin could say, well, yeah. the universe is bigger than the United States. Well, so no, but it doesn't matter. I mean, I'm Chris Jericho. Drink it in. drink nah, it in, man. Nah, all that stuff. He could do all that stuff. You know, and they could really... But I would build some legitimate tension with them, you know what I mean? Not just ha ha. Like I'd make it like there's heat, you know, and and you could really elevate that U.S. title. And I have a feeling that WWE is going to do that. I do because they have to because that that and this is not a knock. We just talked to a caller here who was putting over Roman Reigns. I was putting over Roman Reigns with him. It just seems like Roman Reigns either did not want that title or they just remember he came off a of suspension. Roman Reigns. And then they put that title on him, So I, I even said out here, you know, back when, that maybe it was kind of like a quasi, you know, hey, you were in, you were the world champ, you were gunning, you were you're still fighting for that, you know, all this, you were in that picture, the world title picture, WWE title, whatever it was then. And now you're being relegated to the secondary singles title, the secondary single title in the U.S. title. That's all I'm saying. So maybe, you know what I mean, like, maybe that was a punishment thing and then maybe reigns just you know uh, he, just he seemed like he just didn't want that title i'm not saying the cat didn't work hard still i'm not saying he didn't do his normal promo work i'm not saying any of that it's not like he mailed it in it just seemed like he didn't cherish that title you know and and you could tell when guys cherish certain titles or girls uh, when talent cherishes titles they they have you could just tell now you know i think with the us title they are in a great position here with Jericho, not just because of his ability to cut promos. Uh, he's got the, the, the whole gimmick is his whole. He kind of Chris kind of reinvented himself a little bit, but I do think that he's got a chance to you know really elevate here uh, this U.S. title as long as the company is going to push it, and I think they're gonna. It, it, it's easy, you know. I, I I really do. I think it's easy because of you got the two best friends, and one was a U.S. champ now, and the other one was. Uh, is, I should say, the universal champ. You know what I mean? They could do a lot here. They really can. Um, and it could really elevate that title uh, probably to the same level it was when Cena had it. Because I don't remember the last time the U.S. title, or uh, I don't want to say in a title, but the U.S. title was ever over to the level it was as of recent, meaning recent years, uh, than when Cena had that thing. But he was doing that, that U.S. Open Challenge, and he had surprises coming out and all that. It was, it was cool. It was done right you know and the office booked it right the writers booked it right so they got a bunch of writers too by the way I, now when i worked at wwe there was there was like you know four or five writers on raw and like you know three or four on smackdown and they kind of collaborated together you know even during the split well actually no during the split they were split split now dude I, i'm a, i'm hearing like they got somewhere around 30 friggin writers on raw i'm not kidding like 30 people yeah That's did they have their own royal rumble that's huge dude i i know i i need one writer I just need one one guy with creativity one huh. no offense buddy no no no, no offense. none taken Timber! so anyway yeah so so i <laughs>
0: no
1: I, I i i know i think i think they, they could do a lot i mean you agree disagree
3: i mean not chris jericho first off um i remember them saying this was the last title that he hadn't won in wwe so right there that's an accomplishment so he's going to take pride in that and he's you know he's getting up there in age so this could be his last title run of, in any capacity so he's going to make the most of it and like you said he's a great character his promo work is up there with kevin owens and, right, right. and uh, so he's going to you know he's going to turn this and it's going to be on the level of cena's maybe not in the ring but like you said, he's going to elevate the U.S. title right. where Reigns was just kind of half the time. He wasn't even bringing it to the
1: ring. Well, no, he was he was holding it like backwards. Yeah, like, and, it, you know. and it was just like it, it was almost like
3: a little kid just holding their like yeah. their toy like.
1: Well, doll. it was. I mean, and I don't know if he was directed that way, but it was like a prop. I mean, the guy yeah. was dealing the U.S. title and it's a, a, pre- a prestigious championship like like it was a prop. Titles are not props. Titles are, are prestigious. You know what and I mean?
3: especially now with the split, all you have is the the Universal title and then the Intercontinentals at SmackDown. So right. the U.S.
1: title is the secondary title. Yeah, it's a, so uh, yeah. treat it as such. So and Jericho should. With the word secondary, now what you, what I think you do is you take Jericho and you, you, you already got him rubbing shoulders with the Universal champ from Jump Street. So, uh, you know, and he's got the credibility, Chris, and all that stuff. And and uh, now you just take it and you make it even higher. and But but that's got to piss off, you know, Kevin Owens. Look, if I was booking this whole thing from the beginning, I wouldn't have done what they did. Okay, I'm just telling you, to me, how they could do some little damage control here. You know, because you got to be careful Chris is over as much as the universal champ. And now you're putting a singles title on him. Okay, so my point is, I would have never, and I've talked about this, I would have never, ever let anyone steal the spotlight of Kevin Owens when, when he first got rolling with that Universal title. Never. <clears throat> and I've I just never agreed with it. I just, that's just me. I just don't agree with that. I think that you kind of are cutting the balls off of a guy who, ha- who is the guy, who has the championship. No matter if you were trying to put that thing on Finn Balor from the beginning, and if Finn got hurt, no matter who your desire was, it don't matter. It ends up that you made the right decision. You put it on the right guy. You did it with Owens. You did all of that, okay? And then he, he got, you know, got that big rub from from Triple H and all that stuff. I know that's cool. But then the whole marriage with him and Jericho got to the point where it outshined the Universal Title, and you have somebody else. That's not a knock on Chris. You have someone else now creatively at the same level as your number one guy, your Universal Champ <clears throat> on Raw. I'm talking about. That's a bad deal. You can't freaking do that, in my opinion. So now you 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 put this this other single signals singles title on Jericho. The you know, and that's cool. So now you got it. You got to keep rolling with this gimmick. This competitive. This not competitive. This you got to make it competitive now. But I do think you gotta do it where there's a little anger involved with it. Somehow, somewhere. I think Chris should be the babyface in this. They're not I don't think they're gonna go this far with it. I think they're gonna do what I'm saying. I think they're gonna they're gonna do it where it's whose title is better than who. And then I'll be out here in a week or two weeks saying, Oh my god, shame on you, WWE. How can you have uh, the US title at the same level as Universal Title? That's what I'm gonna be saying. I'm telling you. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong. They got to somehow some way still keep the universal title above the US title. And please, if you don't agree, tell me. No, you're right. You
3: I like I like the idea like you said keep, uh, have Jericho treated as like, "Oh, well look, you know, we're we're champions together." And right. then it's and then like it can start off funny. But as as Jericho keeps needling Owens, like, right. hey, look, we're you know we're equals, we're equals, we're equals, and then finally Owens snaps and's like, no, I have the Universal Champ title, and you're just the U.S. Champ, and that's how they build tension between them like that. Yeah. So have Jericho think in his head, get that ego, like, hey, look, we're champs, period. There's no one's greater than the other, and then Owens finally realizes, like, no, my belt's more prestigious. Get in line, buddy.
1: Right. Yeah. Well. <coughs> and. I think that you really got to. By, by the way, guys, I'm over there on the gimmick chat over at tasha.com. So, uh, trying to chat with you guys a little bit on there. So, you can log in there with your Twitter account, your Facebook account, Instagram account, your YouTube account, your Gimmick, gimmick your Neighbors Furman account, whatever you got. So, um, I, I just think that it's a, an important thing to truly keep Owens above by not one step, too, than that U.S. title. That's always been the case. And that's the case on SmackDown too. You know with the Intercontinental title and, and and AJ's title. You know what I mean? That's that's the case there. It's done it's being done right there. You now run the risk of this US title being the exact same level as the Universal title because Chris Jericho is at the same push level as a Universal champ. That's a that's an issue. <laughs> so I, you know, I mean I just I wouldn't do it that way if I was them. I would have done that from the beginning. But we'll see what they do. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I, I think it builds intrigue. And you know you have two guys with these two individual titles that have excellent flow together and chemistry together. So it's definitely, you know, it's definitely something that could be hot. They could definitely do something with it. I just think you can't make it funny. And I think that's what they're going to do. They're going to make it entertaining and funny and keep these guys as the, the funny heels. And I think that we've seen this for a long time. And I, I just think that doesn't help the credibility of those titles. Now, well, Taz, it's a work. Business of a work. Yeah, come on. We're in the year 2017. Yeah, I know all of that crap. But I'm telling you right now, you still have to have credibility in your championships, no matter if the business is a work or not, because that's what keeps people intrigued. You fight to be the champ. You want to be the women's champ or the, you know, the world champ, whatever the heck it is, WWE champ or universal champ, whatever you're doing you want the that's the holy grail now it is a work we know that but well some folks don't realize that the guys and girls that are the champions they actually make more money <laughs> so you know it's a little incentive there. so you you do you do get bonus and you do make more money and it's then, then it's nice so it's nice yes yes so um you know it, it, so that's you 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 want you want to you want to keep Kevin Owens above Chris Jericho. And then Mary Jer- Jericho, you know, I don't know. I mean, well, I want to see Kevin Owens beat up Chris Jericho. Like I'm talking about beat him down because he's pissed now and he's jealous. Or who the hell are you to think now because you're, you're a single, ch- you know, something like that. that's what I want to see.
3: He hasn't really had that nasty run like when he when he first came his – First day in NXT comes out, congratulate congratulates Sammy, blah, blah, blah. Right. Snaps. Yeah. We haven't seen that like aggressive, nasty heel because he does such great promo work. He does. So they they turned him into this like it's uh, too much haha. Yeah. It's too much haha. He needs yeah. he needs that that edge to him. Yeah.
1: You know, but he still has that edge. Absolutely. Right? He can work that way, no problem. He can. He can. We've seen that. He has that credibility. There's no doubt about that. That's not the problem. You know? But, uh, you know, you, 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 I think you got to turn that page with him. Like the stuff I said about Sami Zayn, where he needs to snap, and I think it's, it may be too late for that, you know, with that whole Braun Strowman thing, Braun's on a different path now. But I thought that taxi driver thing would have been great. Now, I, I believe in that. I think those turning moments, that intensity, especially in this day and age, in, 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 in the year 2017, and where wrestling is, and how much is, is known about the business, and, how smart fans are because of the internet, to the business, and all this jazz and shows like mine. You know, I think the more physical you are, the more people are intrigued by it. And I think that's very, very important. And I think that you gotta have someone like Kevin Owens get very physical, very nasty, very mean, very violent, very aggressive at some point soon on Chris Jericho, something, or just cut him off. Say, look, dude, you know what? I've been thinking about this for a week. Congrats, you got the championship, all that stuff, the U.S. title, that's great. You know what, you, you I don't need you around me. You're taking my spot like go 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 try and build your little title up. Chris is like, oh, who the hell are you? Now I'm booking on the fly here. You know, I'm just you know, I'm just saying you could create that little tension there, but still keep the universal title above. So that's my take on that whole thing. Now oh, look, I gotta go to break. Okay, of the side of break, we will have Mike Johnson on the show via Skype with the PW Insider report. This is the TAS show. Sit tight. Come right back here in this Tuesday edition.
6: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
1: Ah, so, uh, top of the hour here. One hour down, one hour to go. We got Mike Johnson coming up with a second. The PW Insider report. You know we got a fancy open for that, right? Later, you know about right when Mike comes on. Oh, boy. You might want to look into that stuff. Let me do a little research. It's nice to see the captain really updated, John. What we have to do on the show and Seth. These guys all suck. Um, so uh, yeah, that's the deal on that. Um, also, oh well, yeah, later, a little later on uh, after I talk with Mike, I want to talk to you guys about some of those new Royal Rumble entrants. Uh, you my thoughts and opinions on that. Uh, we heard some a couple of new ones drop yesterday on Raw. So we will get into that uh, shortly, but uh, most importantly, uh, it's not about me right now. It's about the uh, guest that's coming on his guest segment, the first one for 2017, and this person, and it's a, uh, it's not a surprise because I plugged him from the top of the show, and we're talking about Mike Johnson. So uh, if we could uh, get ready to do that, that would be great. So uh, without any further ado, I'd like to welcome back to the Taz Show, the PW Insider Report, NA3. Hold on, hold okay. on. Okay. I gotta find this thing. Oh, take no. no. Okay. Take your time. Oh, you take your time. I don't want to shortchange yeah, the guy. gimmick on. But uh yeah, you take your time. Yeah, you, you can just take your time. It's no problem. yeah. <laughs> this is I I i poor, poor Mike. He's probably like, oh man, poor Tad. I wanna
3: get him I wanna I wanna do him justice.
1: What do ju- well, about doing me justice? Well I'm try- that's what I'm trying to Forget do. Get about doing him justice, do me justice.
3: <laughs> Why, uh, why are
1: we not oh, prepared? Oh, hold on, hold
3: on. Three I have, I two have two good news. 3 to 1. Now, 3 to 1. The
5: PW Insider Report
4: with Mike Johnson. We give Mike 10 minutes. He gives us everything we need to know in the
5: world of pro wrestling. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, double whammy, Jones. Not yet. Oh yeah, new producer rolls right here. Let's start over. Mike's got all day. Um, let's, let's, let's I try to- it I can do it again. Hold on. Testing, testing. Test one, Hold two. On. Listen, hey, look at me. Testing, testing, testing. Test one, two. Okay, good. Now we're ready. All right. All right. PW Insider <laughs> Report. In three, two, one.
4: And now, the PW Insider Report
1: with Mike. <laughs> Mike, now that was pure perfection, my friend, right there. Man, we can't hear Mike. Um, take two, Mike. Hold on, hold on, Mike. Oh man, this it's... guy's struggling. Yeah, you're not at CBS uh, Sports Radio no more. No boy. kidding. Sit tight, Mike. Oh yeah. And you know the good thing is, Mike. I know you can hear me. I can see you. You can't see me. The guy don't panic. That's the good thing. Like he, if he's panicking, you can't tell. I'm no. sure his nut bag is sweating right now.
3: It's tight. It's tight,
1: but. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, what are we doing? I I have a guest. Why can't I, I hear, hear my guest? Because it's not recording. Okay, so we're having a technical issue. Technical live issue. On the, for eight minutes. We're having a technical <laughs> issue. So maybe I, hope not. I saw Mike, but we can't hear Mike. Correct. Mike's dancing. No one can see, you, but I can. Um, can we? Oh, now we can see Mike dancing. <laughs> now we got getting on camera, Mike. We can't hear you. We might have to punch him up on the phone. I might have to punch you up in the jaw. <laughs> How about that? Um, <laughs> all right, let's get Mike on the phone. We can't get Mike on the Skype because I'm struggling here. Wait, hold on. Wait, wait we're working on that. We're getting him on the phone. Hey, Mike. Sorry, I know you love being on Skype. It's a big deal to you. But um, I know you, wear, you, you cleaned your shirt for the new year. Everything. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Dad, it's you real. I mean, you know, you. Were, you were, everybody loved you on the show. I'm talking past tense.
3: First big snafu right here.
1: Is there anything you can do to to rectify this?
3: I'm I'm looking into it as we speak.
1: Yeah, but you're not doing a good job, sir. You're really not. I got to talk to Mike on the phone. I love seeing Mike. He's my friend. All right, he's there. He's where?
3: Line one.
1: Oh, thanks, Um, Mike. How you doing, pal? Who's running the show? Steve Carroll? <laughs> I might be the only one here who gets that joke, but that was a good one.
6: Oh, uh, uh, Wow, that was hot. Um, what is, what, what is, what's going on there with Eric the Red? Something's going er- on over
1: there. Eric the Red, another guy he don't know. Oh, geez, you're killing me. <laughs> Mike, listen, I apologize that we had these tech issues. It happens. You know, Dennis no is doing... No new.
6: problem. Just... I know every, I know everybody was away for their summer vacation. You were playing flag football up in Connecticut. <laughs> All good. <laughs>
1: I went to Stanford. There's a good deli there I like. Why? I can't go to Stanford? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> too much. You are too Duns, much.
5: Dunn's deli.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're and everything here. Um, all right, so listen, uh, yeah, this, these technical issues that we've had will not happen, Mike, when you're on next week, I promise. Uh,
6: listen, listen, It's all. I'm happy to be here. I miss doing the show. I miss talking to you. Yes. And it's all
1: good. I'm, I'm here for you, Ted. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I don't really need you on the show. No offense. Uh, oh, no. Okay. I'll see you later then. <laughs> That's fine. You can go if you want. No, no, I like having you on the show because you, you know, you give some. You, you really, you, know, you, you pull back the curtain. You, you go, know, Dirt Jones, dude. You so, could, hey, you could go talk to him. It's cool. All right, so Mike, uh, what's going on, man? Give me some. Uh, <laughs> what's going on, buddy? What's going on? What do <laughs> oh, you got? You got, to get any news for me? What's going on? I gotta eat my yoga while I'm talking to you. I'm hungry. I, I,
6: I do <laughs> have a little bit of news for you. What do you um, got? From what I understand. Uh, the, TNA is going to be doing a thing with the Hardys, where they send the Hardy. Am I on camera right now? Can yeah, people see me? Yeah, Mike, I'll tell you, this oh, is, is a, this is the first. Everybody.
1: you're on your phone on camera. Why is this happening, guys? Hold on, Mike. Why are we looking at the man on camera holding his phone? What 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 the hell are we doing here? Are we going to have Mike? No, I'm in here alone now. I'm
5: alone
0: help
1: me! Nobody's here! I need help, Mike. No, no. <laughs> what, hold on. <laughs> Charlie Dennis, what's going on, bro? Because I'm ready to stop. I'm I'm laughing, but people are gonna start flying around here. Shortly. We could
3: still we could still see him and hear him. It's just that he's gonna be holding his phone. So it's
1: like Skype, but not. I have a new name for this. Okay. It's called Bush Shit Skype. That's what we're calling that. Okay? Is this a new segment? Oh, it will be one and done. First, first this and is only. a one and done. Because I want to have Mike on because I know he was clean shirt. So I want him on here. Okay? His Stormtrooper well, I, shirt. It, it, it is a positive because last, the last one of 2016, we couldn't even get the Skype to work. I remember that. Now we're a step forward. We're yeah. evolving. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Next week will be golden. What am I doing? What am I doing? Please stop jumping. All right, so Mike, give me the dirt. Give me the news. What do you got? Well, I was talking about I was talking about Matt and Jeff Hardy. I am hearing
6: TNA is going to be doing a deal where Matt and Jeff Hardy go to all these different independents to challenge for different tag team championships mm-hmm. and they're going to film this material and air it on Impact. Um so they're going to do a thing where basically the Hardys are going to go out into the cosmos and uh, attempt to win a bunch of tag team gold. So I think it's kind of that's a cool positive. Uh, it'll give some indies some attention and give them some material to work with, and it'll uh, it'll allow Matt and Jeff Hardy to do some unique, different things.
1: So we'll eventually soon here see a young buck big feud with the Hardys, I guess. Something like um, that, th- right?
6: Obviously, that's what they want. Uh, you, you know, you I know you watched Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. When the Bucks came out, they were calling out the Hardys. Yep. When yep. They were walking down the ramp to Tokyo Dome. I don't think there's any sign-set deal for that, but they're all working as if at some point it'll happen, and the more they tease it... The bigger it will be when they finally all have the big confrontation.
1: Absolutely, no, I completely uh, completely agree with that for sure. I like that idea though. I like them going out there and and you know and and rest and it helps. It's good for the business, you know, just going out there working with other promotions and all stuff. That's cool. Hey, so what now? Anthem, you know, they own the whole deal now, and Dixie's out, right? She's completely yeah. out. Out, she's D- out.
6: D- Dixie's out. The owl is in.
1: <laughs> the owl, because the logo is a new. It's a logo. If we could find a new, uh, if, if maybe video Brian could flash up when gets a chance. There's a new Anthem logo. I thought for sure they would, they kept the word impact, right, Mike? Yes, they did. See, I don't agree with any of that. I don't like the owl. They, they, they could always change it over at some point. But how I mean- many times are you going to change it? One shot Jones, get it while it's hot. I just think they should have changed it to something and used the word fight because they got the fight network. You know what I mean?
2: Right. Right.
6: I, I wouldn't argue that. I wouldn't be shocked. They, they opened up that new LLC, the Anthem Wrestling Exhibitions. I think at some point they should just change it to like, Anthem Wrestling something. Maybe Anthem Wrestling Entertainment or Anthem Wrestling Federation. <sighs> uh, so, you know, bro, 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 bro,
1: bro, bro, yeah. bro. Anthem, anthem is not a good word. You know why? And they know. Right. They know it's not a good word. You know why they know that? Because their anthem network owns the Fight Network. It's not called Anthem Network. Hello? That's why. It's not a good word, Anthem. Anthem is a song. Right? The national anthem. That's a song. Right? You're quite argumentative today. Today? Uh, yeah, I'm just saying. Like, it. What are we doing with an owl? Why? What? 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 what, I, I, what? I, don't, I don't know. What, how does an owl? What is an owl? What are you nuts? Oh my god, bro! What? What? Why do we have an owl? I mean, what are we doing with an owl? And the impact? Impact owl? What is that? The impact. Impact the owl. <laughs> it's a step up from
6: Stomper the Kangaroo. Remember that thing? They had uh, it for ten seconds.
1: That's I do. Yeah, but the the TNA. You know, it was a great name, total nonstop action. It was thought put into that. I don't like the anthem thing. I don't like the owl. I, I not that they give a rat's ass what I like. I'm just telling you.
0: So
6: maybe you'll go back there. You can make an impact.
1: Oh no. No, 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 no. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 no. No. No, no, not happen. Oh boy. Okay, so um so so they're gonna go do that. What's the feeling there at the uh, tna Well so should we are we still calling it TNA? Not anymore, right? Impact? What are we calling it?
6: We call it Impact. We call it Impact for, for argument's sake. So is um, You know, a lot of people... It was weird. You know, it was very split down the middle from people that I spoke to. Some were very excited because Dixie was not there. But then the reemergence of Jeff Jarrett there uh, kind of had people scratching their heads and going, all right, what's going on here? Are we going back to the old days of... of is going to be like the old, uh, the old asylum days. Are we looking at doing Southern wrestling again, especially when Dutch Mantel showed up? Which, you know, I, 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 the one thing that you can't knock TNA for in the last six months of 2016 was the in-ring product was very good. And they needed, they just, you know, the in-ring product and the wrestling has never been the issue with TNA. There's always been good, solid. Always, for years. Good to strong
5: wrestling. For years. It's
6: always been the, the hierarchy built around it or the infrastructure of the company not working.
1: It's but hold there. on, I want to stop you now. So... <clears throat> The reason why that has always been like that and who started that was Jeff Jarrett. That's why there's always been good wrestling, because Jeff wanted a really good in-ring product. So, that being said, why do you have a problem with Jeff Jarrett being backstage and being maybe part of something going on there?
6: I don't, but there were definitely some people who were kind of like, oh, here we go again, It's good instead of the Dixie show, it's going to be the Jeff show.
1: Mm. Well, I think it's a good thing that Jeff and Dutch, as long as there's wrestling people, involved i think it's a good thing personally me personally yeah, but, and, but I, and, I respect both those guys so that's why yeah, and
6: based on what we hear jeff's not going to be appearing on camera he's not going to be in storylines at least now mm. what he's told people is his global force promotion they have uh, a deal in the works with uh, it was described to me as a quote-unquote network so we'll say network mm. um and that because of that deal that's already signed i guess it's a holding deal or something or some sort of exclusivity at the moment. He could not appear on TNA programming if he wanted to. Is the way he was tell is how he was determining it and what he was telling people.
1: Okay, I got you. Uh, let's pull up that uh, that Impact uh, logo. We have it here on video. There it is on their video wall.
6: <laughs>
1: that was an owl sound by Mike Johnson, not me. Uh, yeah, that's the Impact. So That's supposed to be an owl. That blue thing. I saw one that was. Uh, that's the one on their video screen. So that's the legit one. But there's one that's even worse than that one. Yeah. That's not a good logo. That's <laughs> definitely not a good logo. A logo, I'm telling you. It's not. I, I mean, how come they haven't animated it so it's flapping its wings? That's what I want to know. Oh, oh, boy, what a little sound effect. <laughs> like it's like it's Ghidra. Bro, like Ghidra. <laughs> there you go. You know Ghidra, huh? Oh, yeah. Come on. I know I, I know, I, I my, know stuff. my Godzilla monsters. On your press, I know Ghidra or Mothra. Mothra Anyway, I digress I'm doing a moth sound So, okay What else is going on, bro? Well, obviously, Raw was last night We
6: had The Undertaker returns For Monday Night Raw Even though he's always been a Smackdown guy Yeah To announce that he's going to be in the Royal Rumble I know this, Mike You're
1: up-cutting me I'm going to talk about that when you're gone So, that's not dirt No, 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 no Stop, 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 stop Wait a second No, listen, listen to me Listen to me you don't come on my show, okay, and start, like, I don't need you to give me headlines of what's going on in, in wrestling. I need dirt. It's 2017, Mike. Pick this shit up here. I'm not being nice anymore, okay? Come on. So Mike, what would you like? It's just a little dirt. That's all about Just some, Not dirt, but just, like, you know what I mean, like, you gave me the t and a thing. That was good. But then you tell me, well, The Undertaker was on Raw list night. I know that. I'm going to talk about it. I know he was there. I, I saw him. What else? I'll tell you not to yell at me. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to be a little more irascible in this year, this new year. Uh, I mean, I'm stuck
6: holding a phone here. Yell at all Eric the
1: Red. I didn't do it. I, I I feel bad that you're on the on the camera with the phone. I, I have my team is faltering here. I'm upset over faltering. this. Faltering, faltering. Yes, I I have people from CBS, this is The Truth, texting me, taking the blame. They don't want to. Bl- everybody loves Dennis the Lumberjack. They love him so <laughs> much, Mike that no one ever wants him to be at fault. So other people that are above him take the heat. How's that? I wish I had this so guy's is, life. So he has blackmail photos is what you're saying. I, he's got dirt on people. Mike, go do you have any you any information, Mike? Please, I don't want to talk about Godzilla, no. or I'm going to just hang up on you. Let's okay, go. Can we, can we talk about Gamera? Oh, my God. I swear, this is his last... Hap- We're done with him. He's done. He's gone. <laughs> I, do have, I do have some dirt. Okay. Uh, last
6: week, Paige was at Raw. She uh, got herself uh, a medical evaluation. We are hearing that she will not be back until after WrestleMania, closer to the summer. Um, whatever went on with her neck, whatever the surgery was, it's going to take a long time for her to be healthy again. Uh, to the point where she's going to be able to take bumps. So she will not be back anytime soon. Okay. There's some dirt for you.
1: Yeah, we need a better word than dirt. We just say scuttlebutt. I think covers it. More of a high road, high PC. How about word. news? I know. Like guys, like you, like to use that word, you know, because you feel like you're media. That's what then we do. Nah, I know. I feel like I'm media. Pro oh, wrestling insider, <laughs> sir. Oh, I think I hit a nerve. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you are media. I know that. But some, well, well. Uh, well so okay. Why do they call it the dirt sheets? I have no idea. That was not a term I came up with. That's
6: a term I actually find kind of insulting.
1: It's very derogatory. It is.
6: It is derogatory. Yeah. Especially I mean. when the same people that like say that we're the dirt sheets in public are usually ones in private
4: calling and going, bro, can you pull me over? Ooh. Bro, can you pull me over?
1: There we go. That's a fact jack right there, brother. By Becky. the way, happy anniversary, sir. Well, for what?
6: It's the anniversary of the day you won your first
1: ECW world title. Oh, really? That's now? Yes. <laughs> Kissimmee. I didn't know that. Wow. I mean, it would be nice if somebody friggin' told me that here that I worked with and said That's these people me. riding my coattails. That's why they're faltering. They are faltering. I, so how many years ago did I win the East of Thailand in Kissimmee? 99. 99 years ago. Oh, 1999. <laughs> yeah. not that old. January Dude.
6: 1999. Dude, sure. it
1: got dark. The lights went off. Do the clap-on gimmick.
6: Oh, I forgot. I'm still on camera.
1: Uh, nope. Wow, this is unbelievable. This is must see TV. <laughs> Not on TV. We, we've, ta- we've passed our uh, time limit, apparently. Oh, my God. We we get, Now we can't even get the clap on <laughs> lights. No, Dennis, usually he does the clap I on the dark. I was shoot. here once before
3: he did what it. What's going on? He's in the dark. It's, ele- it's electric. He's in the
1: dark match. I mean, so. <laughs> now he's getting. No, I don't know. He's left. Now we're looking at his mirror. Now he's tur- he manually turned the lamp on. <laughs> Oh, and this is why you people got to watch the video. This is it. Yes. This is the reason. Tell you what you're missing. It went from day, night, night, day. Day, night, cold, hot. I don't know. All right, Mike, anything else? Because you look upset. I'm fine. I'm fine. I want to hear stories about Kissimmee. You want to hear? So you come on my you know show. You? <laughs> yes. You know what I want to ask you? Here's what I want to ask you. What? This is what I remember about the
6: show. That was the one and only time ECW had actual pyro above the ring. D- 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 do you remember that? Did that throw you off at all when, when that stuff went off in the middle of the match with,
1: with you and Shane? It did throw me did off. Pyro go off and yeah.
6: Sabu did the run-in. And I was like, what is this? Why
1: does ECW have pyro? Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I remember that now that you say it. Yeah, I don't know why that happened. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 um- I remember the Sabu running, which it was, you know, Sabu had to do that running because he had to get even with me and stuff like that. But that was the gimmick, you know, the character, right? So that, that was mm-hmm. all cool. Um, I remember the match. I mean, I liked the match. I mean, I thought Shane and I did, had, had, a, had a lot of fun in there, and we, we did a pretty good job. Um, I mean, now, you as a fan, did it come as a surprise that I won the match, or did you, was it, I was kind of built that way, right?
6: I thought you were getting that belt months before.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's. I know, he it. Had,
6: remember, Shane had the arm injury. I think if you hadn't had the arm injury, you probably would have got it. Yeah. For three or four months before, maybe at the Heat Wave pay per view.
1: You're probably right. Yeah. but well,
6: um, Yeah, because that that's when they did the, You had the uh, you did the second match with Bigelow, where you bam, bam, Bigelow. Where you guys went through the ramp in in uh, Dayton. Yep. At the Harrow Arena, which was a great moment. I love good that. Moment. That
1: loved good moment, sir. I love that that building. Yeah. I love the Harrow Arena. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, there. it's
6: a shame yeah. it's no longer around. I know. It's a good building for I've, wrestling.
1: I worked there a few times. Yep. Um, yeah, then, yeah then I don't chain in January I don't I don't remember um I don't remember too much from the you know like any stuff that happened backstage during that that was a big moment for me for sure but I uh you know it's kind of weird like when you are involved and you're booked in those type of things where it's gonna be a big turning point and a big moment and a world titles changing hands you know a lot of times as a performer you know you're wrapped up all day trying to make sure that you, you know you're gonna get that match right and and you and your opponent are gonna tear it up. And the people are going to be happy what they see. So, you, you know, I've always put a lot of pressure on myself and taken myself very serious, as you know, backstage. So I, I never, I got to be frank, man. I just never, uh, never had a lot of, I don't know how to word this. I never had the opportunity to really soak it in and enjoy those moments. Uh, years later, now thinking about it, I just remember the pressure, the pressure of performing And doing the right thing out there. And not pressure from the WWE or ECW or, you know, Heyman or Vince or nothing like that. Pressure I put on myself. And, you know, but that's how Taz was, the character Taz only worked that way you know he could only work tense like that that's I don't know that's how I became that character you know I I don't know if that makes sense but so I don't really you know some guys can come out and reminisce with you and tell you about oh I remember well I had this for lunch on that day and we went to the arena and we hung out and after the match we drank a bunch of beers and all this and I don't don't have those memories like (laughs) unfortunately I don't I wish I did I because I can't remember a lot because it it was I just remember the moment the, the the matches you know what I mean you know what you
6: have? What? A radio show. So you're doing okay.
1: Yeah, it's actually a live video show. But yes, I'm doing awesome. Uh, thank you, and uh, yes, I do appreciate that. And uh, and you are correct about that. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. Anyway, what else is going on? <laughs> now that I thought I was getting out of here. Oh. I hear Undertaker's on Raw. Okay. On that note, I uh, look. Take your time. Plug away. Uh, sorry that we screwed up the whole friggin' Skype no, phone. I'm happy, I, I'm happy to be here. And I do
6: want to say, like, there were a lot of listeners and followers on, of the Taz Show on Twitter and social media that reached out to me over the holidays. I thought that was really cool. You have built an awesome little community of people here for yourself. Uh, well, and Dennis, obviously, welcome aboard. You whoa,
1: you whoa, 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 little, you whoa, 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 Did you just say I built an awesome little community? You said the word little? Is that what he said? He said that, right, Dennis?
3: Yeah. Yeah, you used a little, Mike.
1: What? what Huge, massive, amazing conglomerate. No, 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 sir. I know you. I know people that you know. I know how you've learned how to interact with wrestlers. I know that little shot that you just took. Yes. I know. That's right. Nice try, pal. I, yeah, I don't I know. Shot.
0: That's Dude, right.
1: Yeah, yeah. Nice little community. Let me tell you something. My little community... Okay? They've been very nice to you. Trust me. They can be very mean, too. I'm just telling you that right now, my friend. Be careful. Be they careful.
6: They're mean to me. They be like careful. me.
1: I hate everyone. Listen, they like you, but they love me. Yes. Remember I, that. I'm absolutely. That's right. You got to be careful. You got to be careful, Mike. Get back to work before I give you a beating. Telling you, bro, you got out of control. You got a little cocky in 2017. I see what's going on here. Well, Well, I got to do something. I can't even get on Skype. Yeah, you're on Skype, just holding your phone, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) So, poor bastard. I feel bad for you. All right. Well, look. uh, Enough. Plug your stuff already. We're putting me over, and then you give me an indirect Todd Gordon left-handed compliment. What else you got? Alright,
6: so I'm going the exit stage left before I get dropped in my head All right. and um, everyone can check us out at PWInsider.com, you can check out the elite section of PWInsider.com for three days free, ah. and you can follow me on Twitter at MikePWInsider, you can follow the site at PWInsider.com, and uh, you can check out Taz's robust community <laughs> at TazShow.com
1: I like using the word vast, V-A-S-T on that note, thank you Mike for coming on, sorry for the technical difficulties we'll be worse next week
6: I, will, I I look forward to it, and I, and I missed you. So it's right, nice to yeah.
1: talk to you. All right, well, it's great. I don't miss you, and talk to you soon. All right, so that's Mike Johnson, ladies and gentlemen, right there at the PW Insider Report. Man, how dare he? How dare he? I thought I thought we had a friendship. How would he? Why would he say that to he
3: me? He tried to sneak it in, and you, really, you caught it. Bro, you know me. I don't play around, bro. I, I catch it all. Video Brian got right in my ear. He's like, not good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, Mike. I mean, what is that, Mike? I mean, why would he do that? Why would Mike do that? What kind of a comment was that. And, it, and you weren't even you weren't even burying him. No, I was being a gentleman. I mean, it's like why? What the but my my, my community, my my audience, they they're awesome. Bro, we're over, bro. We're over. You know that? We're over. Over <laughs> like Rover. You know what, what 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 is that? Very disappointing.
3: I think he meant to say vast and it, the word just didn't come out right. Dennis Little Vast.
1: Yeah, the word vast and the word little don't even sound the same.
3: I want to give him the benefit of the
1: doubt. I kind of screwed the guy over with the Skype. You kind of screwed screwed me over more than anybody. You suck also. (laughs) I mean, like, what is going on here? I mean, I wanted to come into 2017 with a bang. I'm coming in.
3: (laughs) Chitty, chitty bang.
1: I'm coming in like a fart in church. Horrible. This sucks. All right, got to go to break. Other side of break, I'm going to talk to you about some of these new uh, Royal Rumble entrance and uh, get into that a little bit with you here on the Taz Show, uh, this Tuesday edition. Very disappointed in Mike Johnson. On that note, be right back. Welcome
6: to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
1: All right, we're back here at Taz Show, fourth quarter city right here. It's Tuesday edition. I uh, just had Mike Johnson, PWm Insider Report, quasi on Skype. I don't even know what the hell just happened there, to be honest with you. So, uh, anyway, I talked Raw a little bit earlier. I'm going to keep talking Raw for this last segment. Uh, we're not doing Facebook Live today. You can jump on the gimmick chat if you want at Tashow.com. As I said, you can log in with your Twitter account, your Facebook account, your Instagram account, or your YouTube account. So, it's pretty cool. And, uh... You know, we've yet to have it rocking and rolling for mobile devices yet. We are working on that. Not we. When I say we, I don't mean me. I don't want to encompass myself with these technical people that work here because I really don't like any of them. So I will say they, how about that? They are working on setting it up for mobile. But you can jump on a tablet or a laptop Jones or something like that. And you could go on the uh, gimmickchatatashow.com either while the VOD's playing or live video feed like right now, whatever you want to do. I, you know, whatever you want to do. You go in there, talk to each other. Sometimes I have to jump on there, video. Brian jumps on there. You, uh, you know, Dennis Lumberjack Jones.
2: Timber!
1: You have not been on there thus yet, correct? Correct.
3: I need to uh, get some kind of an admin. I, and get I, I need to get my feet wet.
1: Yeah, you sure do. I'll tell you what, you keep messing up on the show, you're going to get your whole body wet, okay? <laughs> so I'm going to throw you in the ocean. Yeah, and it's cold out, son. Yeah. Cement, cement shoes? Yeah, cement shoes, Jones. Yeah, I'll tell you what, you're really starting. I liked you. I used to like you. But But I'm done with that. I am done liking you, Brody. I'm telling you because you're just like everybody else. I'm done. I have no patience. I'm done liking you.
5: I'm done with the tablets.
1: I'm telling you that right now. Sick of it. By the way, did you hear about this side note before I get into Raw about the Bill Belly checks? That there's somebody took a picture of him on a boat. You hear about this? Uh, I and did. He was sleeping or something with the flies going in his mouth. His mouth like that.
3: <laughs> did you? I didn't uh, see.
1: It. Can we find that picture? I,
3: I can. I can grab it. Yes. Yeah. While well, uh, you're
1: working on that, and he, what, what's up? is something his girlfriend was sleeping on a table or something like that.
3: Yes, he. Uh, I forgot her name. Linda something is. I don't is care her, about uh, names, sir. All right, that's fine. <laughs> um, well, you could do what? He he was sleeping on a on a boat a yacht probably because.
1: No, he was in a ferry, bro. He was going to Nantucket. Ferry. He was going uh, to Nantucket. Um, guy has his own island. Yeah, he guy. He should. He's good. But he's. Yeah, I know. But but yeah, anyway. So yeah, he fell asleep and somebody took a picture. Why would he be on his own boat if somebody took? Yeah, strangers on his boat. I don't know. Maybe Who does maybe, that. Maybe he's that nice. No, he's not come that on, nice. Come on, come on. No, no, no. He's not that nice. No, no. He's not. I need the picture. I'm getting it. I'm don't getting it. Don't you love it. that? Like no notice, Jones. Nothing. Just right at you.
3: Give me the picture.
1: Anyway, he was on a boat, Bill Belichick, and he fell asleep on the boat and on the ferry and he was going to Nantucket. I don't know who the hell goes to Nantucket in the winter, unless this is from the summer or spring. It's freezing up there right now. And uh, he was sleeping. I don't see the big deal with this, though, but a lot of people were talking about this in sports radios and stuff like that. But I don't see a big deal. But, you know, anytime I get a chance to talk about somebody from the Patriot Nation, none other than the, the, the head coach, of course I would. I got to give that respect. You guys know that. That's what I do. Will you stop? I mean, that's my gimmick. You know that. So um, but while the, uh, the Lumberjack is looking into that, I will talk about the Royal Rumble entrance. So we found out yesterday that The Undertaker uh, will be entering the Royal Rumble, which I thought was really cool. I like it. I think it's awesome. I like that. We, we've learned also I think Seth Rollins we heard will be in it. Uh, We knew about Lesnar. We knew about Goldberg. We knew about all three members of the New Day. Braun Strowman will be in it. Chris Jericho will be in it. It's starting to really build here. Let me go through the list real quick. So Goldberg, Lesnar, all three members of the New Day. Braun Strowman, I said. Jericho, oh, Baron Corbin, I missed. Baron Corbin, Seth Rollins, (coughs) and The Undertaker. So I know a lot of people, yes, okay, we got uh, one second. I know a lot of people are asking about, you know, Taz, who do you think is going to, uh, you know, win the Royal Rumble and all this stuff? And, yeah, and I, I want to know too. I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. I, before I, I give, you know, a concrete answer on that. Since Friday, I thought i avoid the question. That's not my gimmick, but I'm just trying. I don't want to just yell a name out there because I, I just need to see it evolve a little bit more so I can kind of put some more thoughts together. It's a little too early for me. I know it's at the end of the month. We're already in January 10th right now, but still. We'll find more out on uh, on SmackDown tonight. What they're doing, maybe I can give you a legitimate answer tomorrow on that deal. I mean, right now I don't want to give like a not an answer, an opinion. I should say, I don't want to give a. I, I keep thinking like someone with a title belt. I don't know which one will win the Royal Rumble. I just feel that. It sounds weird. I know. I don't know why. I yeah, it is. I, I have to. That's why I want to think more about it. Sometimes I get these things. They click in my brain. You know what I mean? Like it, and it's like. I get these feelings and I start thinking, and I go, in my gut, my instincts. And that's how I feel with it, <clears throat> you know? But when The Undertaker, you know, dropped that news, I thought that was huge. I mean, I thought it was pretty cool. I liked the way they did it. I, I, you know, the thread through the show was that, you know, I guess one of the main threads from a creative standpoint was that Stephanie was doing a whole, uh, what do you call it, evaluation on Mick Foley, um, uh, performance. Performance evaluation. Yes. Have you ever had any of those here at CBS?
3: I hope not soon. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ah, I just. <laughs> Hopefully, not after today's show. That's for sure, buddy. um <laughs> You will be gone, so you'll be calling the captain. Hey, captain, <laughs> buy a hat. Can I give me? A, you got a job for me over there at a place you work? So, um, no, but I i don't know. I the performance review thing is it's kind of cute. It's kind of cool. I, I'm not a fan of that. I mean, I, you know, because the the whole Stephanie Mick thing. It's like okay. She hates him. She don't hate him. She respects him. She don't respect him. She hates him. She likes him. She likes him. She don't like him. It's kind of. It's, is it just me? I mean, am I wrong, or I, I don't know if you agree bro, uh, on this with that status? Yes. Am Stephanie, I wrong on it?
3: She's been. I don't like her character. She's waffling. Like she goes between being the baby face. Like oh, when when they're rallying against SmackDown to this to this you know authority figure against Mick Foley. Oh, it's it time changes for changes a lot. It yeah, flip back and forth. Think yeah. aside.
1: It's, it does. It's, it's on the fence. Jones, and it, it's a lot. It does. I mean, so it gets a little crazy. But Mick Foley um, with the haircut, I mean, just completely shaved the head. And he looks good. I got to say, the guy's first the, the, the cleaned up I've seen Mick ever. I mean, he lost a bunch of weight. The guy looks great. I mean, God bless him. He's worked his ass off. I mean, he looks great. I got to say, though, Mick, I love you. I love you, buddy. I know you a long time. We're friends. You cannot have hair that short. When you have one ear, yes, that's a problem. I'm just saying, I'm just kidding. when you have an ear that got chopped off in the ring, you know, or whatever, you know, he got attacked by, I don't know, uh, somebody within the ring. I don't know, is he the ropes ripped it Re-irrept off? or wrapped in like the that. ropes. So you can't, you, he's got he's got a half a head, you know, I don't know what's going on, but he looks great, you know, God bless him. And and uh, he lost a bunch of weight. He looks cleaned up. I mean, he's got the the sports jacket, flannel, the whole thing. I mean, I, I like it. I I like it. I like I like the new Mick Foley. He reinventing himself. I mean, good for him. He looks good. He does. You know, you don't think he
3: looks good? He looks no, good. he looks great. I mean, he lost over a hundred pounds. He's got that hip surgery. Did he? I don't know if he had it yet or he's about to have it. I don't know. But you know, good for him for bettering himself.
1: Yes. Yes. We all need to do that. All of us here. All of us. Oh here, yeah, I know. Those that work on this show <laughs> we need to better ourselves. That's for damn sure. So I digress. Um, so anyway, yeah. So Mick, uh, Mick looked great though with the haircut and all that stuff. But the whole thing is like, ah, it, the 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 um. I think they gotta. They didn't put. A, I don't want to exaggerate and say they put a ton of time or took too much time from in ring wrestling by having Stephanie and Mick do their thing. But it it. No, it didn't drag throughout. I, maybe just I'm not a fan of the storyline. That could be it.
3: It it is a weird story. Mick Foley doesn't really fit into like he he's like that lovable loser. He's got that buffoon because he's still Mick Foley from right, right. from his wrestling days. And then even he even he too with like the Sami Zayn storyline, he tries to be this like rah rah yeah. Oh, Fire, I know, Fire I know. and brimstone yeah. guy, and it's yeah. it, it just something's off with the it's, whole it's, with the two of them. It's
1: not their fault. It's and it's the creative behind it. It's the writing behind it. And just my, my view, anyway. I just I'm not a fan of that. Um, I'll tell you what I was a fan of. I like Shawn Michaels coming back. I thought you know HPK got a great. You didn't like it. I I thought it was terrible. Really, I like them coming back. I, but I like I, Shawn. I like. I, I, him I love Shawn Michaels, obviously. What did you think Wrestling? was terrible about it? it? A waste of an appearance. It, oh. I, well, you can feel like that if you want. I disagree. I'll, uh, okay, continue. I, I just, I, he came out, you know, he promotes his movie.
3: Right. Rusev and Lana come down. Right. Jinder Mahal, and it was
1: like it, hmm. a waste of Shawn Michaels. Waste just, of Shawn Michaels, huh? Hmm. Do you think that uh, Enzo and Cass would agree with that?
3: No, Certainly not. Why? To get the rub of being with ah, Mr. WrestleMania. Ah,
1: yes. Ah. Well, it's not a waste of, in my view, you can feel what you want. That's fine. I don't think it was a waste at all because it helps those two cats. It also helps Rusev to interact with HPK. This guy is, you know, he's the real deal. HPK is HPK. I mean, you know, he's a legend. So, I mean, that helps those young guys. And for him to be ringside, I like the segment. You, I, I, I'm not trying to convince you. I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to convince you. But you're telling me that Enzo doing his his gimmick with on the mic, and then what's his name doing the sucker thing wasn't hilarious. You didn't pop. I, it, well, of course I popped because who doesn't pop for? When a funny he said haters, it? I think you guys call it haters. <laughs> They're haters. That wasn't funny. It was, but it just... No, no, you still... Don't agree with me if you don't agree. No, it it was funny, but I don't think... I mean... So you just admitted you laughed on two parts of that segment. Doesn't mean I like the segment, though. Well, how much do you have to laugh to like a segment? How much do you laugh at me and you don't like me? Well, this now is... That's, well, very true. That's... (laughs) uh, Yes, I agree. Um, Good point. Um, But no, I, I do like you. I'm starting not to. That's the problem. But... I thought the segment was good. I, I don't think that was a waste of, of HBK. Uh,
3: maybe waste was a strong word. But oh, I don't just, waffle. Now, no, 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 you I'm I'm
1: just not, w- talked about the WWE writers. You're
3: waffling. I'm not waffling. I'm, don't waffle, sir. I, I'm coming back from my extreme. I'm oh, still. God. I still don't think it was a... I still don't think it was proper utilization of him. Really? He could've he could have had a segment with The Undertaker coming
1: out promoting right. how much Why? Why would you put the two iconic stars that are on the same show in one segment? Why would you do that? That's not smart. I don't know.
3: That's why that's why I'm here and, and thirty writers are doing what they're
4: doing. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse
1: me. <coughs> Pardon me. Excuse me. Slamming Bods and Beyond. Apologize. <coughs> Too much oatmeal. So no, that, why would you take? You don't take. Listen, sir, you are in a Shark Tank here. Oh yeah. You have to, <laughs> you have to be careful. I'm not Boomer Seisen, bro. Well, he'll sit around <laughs> and let all the other jabronis around him talk football, and he doesn't shoot them down unless he's really mad. I shoot everybody down. Boomer's nice. I'm. That's not me. I'm not. I'm not Tiki, bro. I love Tiki, but he's <laughs> not gonna. You know, he's not gonna get hot at you. I get hot. You're not gonna take Hbk, and and. Um, Undertaker and and put them in the same segment that makes no sense You heard that caller who called Johnny Johnny uh, from uh, Johnny blaze from New Orleans who was nice enough to make the sign him and his lady He said something that was interesting in that call Okay, and that was in this show I the first segment or second segment second segment top of second segment And what that young man said do you remember what he said or not? I don't, but I feel like you're about to refresh me. Yeah, that means you don't know. Right. So, but then again, you did admit that. So I'm just looking to get mad at you for any reason I can. (laughs) That's all horrible, right? (laughs) That really is bad. He said something that was, uh, I didn't cut him off, which I never try to cut off the callers. You know that. Um, He said everybody in the arena, because he was there, was waiting for HBK and Undertaker. He said something like that, correct?
3: Right. Now, jogging my memory. Sure.
1: That's bad, like, for the company when the audience is waiting for these two legends. They should be waiting to see, you know, Roman Reigns or Seth Rollins or, you know, whoever. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, Charlotte Flair. You know, that's what they should be waiting for. But I'm probably maybe taking it too extreme and exaggerating that. Of course, everybody wants to see the guys of old, right? So you know the audience is buzzing for those two guys. You never want to put them both in the same segment. You just don't want to do that. You could have your opinion on that, and you'll be wrong. That I promise. Unless it's an angle they're doing together, and that's a different story. But there are attractions in that role yesterday, and Undertaker was there to basically say he's going into Royal Rumble, so that's kind of beyond an attraction, where HBK was just there to promote this movie. HBK, you're telling me you didn't laugh at how the gratuitous cl- plugs for the movie, like that's his shtick. He used to do that with, with, with Triple H, the DX stuff with their merch. Remember?
3: I, I do and I and I loved old DX but at some point like it's like Jericho how Jericho's taken his the older he's gotten he's kind of carved out it's it's not like that sophomoric like suck it jokes anymore he's kind of going into like dad jokes Shawn Michaels is old oh, enough okay, now okay. where okay. it just doesn't it doesn't land like it used to really? like if if Enzo was doing it it's funny because Enzo's like <laughs> wait, this wait, young wait. But hold on wait
1: wait wait, wait a second wait, wait, wait so wait a minute so so Hpk, I thought he did this too much, where he alluded to the fact that he was old, and he did that too much. I thought so he did, he wasn't trying to act young. Is that what you're implying? No, not not act young, but
3: just his actions were. You're saying his stuff is played out? Is that what you're saying? No, certainly not. Because I, God knows, I love a good time. Suck it. Oh. Nothing's funnier than that. <laughs> I'm sure you do, pal. I, uh... <laughs> I just he he, uh, he like hams it up a little that that, that he is getting old and. Now you're hacking me,
1: bro. Listen, if you have a thought, please say it. If you don't, please. I don't know how to articulate what's in my brain right now. That's why you are not the star, sir. That's why. Okay. Yes. Certainly right there. Welcome to the jungle. So the deal is this. He, meaning Shawn Michaels, you're kind of saying, I think, his act is old, but he's a nostalgic, nostalgic act. Okay. It's not old in my opinion because he's not on TV a lot on WWE programming, so it's people remember the stuff. Of course, he had to give them the suck and he did, and he had end zone Castro with him. That was funny. He goes, I think your kids called haters. He's a hate that was funny." People reacted. They popped. You even admitted, "I I popped," and you were a big hater of Shawn Michaels. You just said, no, "No, no, no." Oh, you gotta no. hate the guy. You hate the pop. No, guy. I love Shawn Michaels. <laughs> so, so, but the thing is, you you can't. You're, you're telling me that I'm saying, oh, I, I love the segment with Shawn Michaels, and you're like, what? What are you, an asshole? What are you, kidding me? That's kind of what you're saying. Come on, what are you, nuts?
3: It just didn't land with me.
1: But I just convinced you why it should have.
3: But, but, you, but okay. you, you tried to convince me. You, oh. Great arguments. I'm just not swayed. Yeah, well,
1: I think I won. I don't want to get paid to lose. I want to win! I'll tell you, a match that was pretty good. You knew it was going to be with Jack Gallagher. The Gentleman, and Gulak. Okay, uh, Gallagher wins the match. But I, I like these two for sure. Gallagher, I think you can see it's onward and upward for him. He did the um, the boot spot that I said a while back. I don't think you'd see doing on the Vince McMahon's watch where he's head's upside down in the corner and he stops guys invisibly with his boot or whatever. Um, I guess I was a little wrong on that. I was a little surprised that they, they were cool to him doing that. You don't see him doing some of the other chain and stuff. I, well, I shouldn't say that. I didn't, th- I didn't see the beginning of the match. Did you see... His whole match, yes. Did, was he doing any of the embarrassing stuff where Gallagher was like trying to like, uh, you know, slap the guy in the ass on a reversal? Yeah, yeah. That's, he was doing that. Yeah, that's his. That's his. No, no. Stop, stop, please. Don't tell me that's his thing because he stopped doing that a little bit. You're saying he did that? Yes. <sighs> what did he do? He, he did, did, he did like stuff like that. Where he made fun of the guy. Like yeah, the, the gentlemanly, not the gentlemanly. I'm talking about like. You know, he does a reversal, like he kind of, you know, pats the guy in the head. Did he do anything like yeah. that? He did. You're just saying, yeah. You're not giving me... Yeah, well, no, you, just, you know, he slaps on a reversal and pats the guy on the head. But. but I didn't see the ma- the beginning of the match. <laughs> I'm just saying. Because I didn't think that they would allow him to continue to do some of that extreme embarrassment of the guy stuff, like a little too much. Why not? On a re- Because it's disrespectful to, to the talent and you can get heat backstage. <laughs> I've talked about this weeks ago before you were on the show. So yeah, it's, it's it's a big deal. And then he's they you sort of he stopped and he wasn't doing a lot of that for a little while and then he went back to it a little bit. Yes, you have this perplexed look on your face, but it's the truth.
3: No, I I believe
1: you. No, it's I the just truth. even in character, like you can get heat backstage for that? Yeah, you can get heat if you it depends on the character, it depends on how long you've been there. You know, uh Miz can get away with something like that way easier right. than Jack Gallagher. I just that's, you gotta pay your dues. It's it's a, a pecking order. And I just felt like he came in there, guns a blazing, doing a lot of that stuff. Now, NXT or 205 Live, a little bit of a different story. But when you're on SmackDown or Raw and, and the boss, the chairman, has his eyes on that thing locked and loaded, you know, he's old school. He's an old school guy, Vince. And he's going to be like, well, why the hell is that little guy uh, going to sit there and just embarrass people in the ring like that? That's ridiculous. You know, that Vince ain't going for that right away. And I, and I agree with Vince. Maybe you build some credibility and some respect amongst the locker room and and all that stuff, and then you you know you get to that point, and then you earn that. You got to earn that. that. so I don't think maybe maybe I don't know, maybe Gallagher Gallagher is starting to earn that. I don't know. I'm not really sure. Uh, you know. So it looks like here on the um, on the gimmick chat at tasshow.com, this is Pomp. Pompey Phil, I can't see his name too well in this, it says, I agree with the Lumberjack about the HPK segment, sorry Taz. Well, what is it you agree with? What does he agree with? He agrees it wasn't good? I don't know, ask him. It's a rhetorical question, sir, I'm not even asking you, I'm just looking at you. I will never look at you again. Never. Ever. No. Rhetorical question. That's all it was, Dennis, okay? You're really starting to get on my nerves. Um, I, I don't know what, what he agrees with. I guess he agrees that he didn't think the segment was good. Say something! I, well, I, th- I, th- I, didn't, th-
3: I didn't know if it was my turn. <laughs> it is your turn. Um, I just... I th- Well, first off, I think the, the Rusev-Enzo big cast storyline's a little, a little stale. I agree with that. And uh, bringing HBK into the... I think there was better utilization. You could have... Uh, definitely not The Undertaker. I agree with you there. But... Any other feud going on? Bring HBK up for that. It it just wasn't.
1: Yeah, but hold on, hold on. I'm gonna give the WWE's perspective, and I'm gonna I'm gonna defend him again. I'm going back to this now. We moved on, but this person on the gimmick chat—that's the problem with this damn gimmick chat. It's told me off. See, I'm gonna go back to it though, to that segment. Look, it. You get okay when you have triple. not Triple H. Okay, HBK. You agree he's legend, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay, there's no doubt about it. Okay, household name, the whole nine yards. <clears throat> Do you agree that—these are yes or no answers, sir, please. Do you agree that when you put him in a ring with a young talent, with one young piece of talent, that that helps that young talent get over? Yes. With interaction? Yes. So let's discuss what H.P.K. did yesterday. He did a backstage dabbing bit with— Uh, Enzo. Not Enzo. Oh, Uh, uh, oh, jeez, I'm drawing a blank. (laughs) TJP, TJ Perkins. He did a dabbing bit with TJ Perkins. That little bit helps TJ Perkins. Then he goes in the ring, and then they use him in a big segment. So now, who's in the ring with him? Okay, Rusev, Enzo, Cass. Okay, Rusev's wife, right? Jinder, that's five talents. Five talents are getting the rub from HBK. Rusev, Lana, Enzo Cass, Jinder. Five talents getting rub in that segment, and then you could throw TJP in there. Those are the things that people don't realize. That's what they did there. That segment helps. Yeah, I know. You're saying, oh, Taz, your buddy's with the WWE again. I know. People let
0: me tell you about my best friend.
1: I would have said this no matter what. I told you I didn't like Raw to begin with, but I'm just telling you, that segment, these people got, helped, got the, they get the rub. And then HPK staying out there during the whole match a big deal it's a big deal so you and uh pompey phil you guys could all agree with each other and sit around and play grab ass i don't care but i'm telling you right now that helps all those talents it's tough it's tough dennis being the smartest guy in the room it really is (laughs) no you're a gentleman and a scholar uh what else stuck out to me i'm trying to think. what else uh you know uh, Bailey Sasha Banks against Charlotte, Charlotte and uh, Nia Jax. I mean, I, I like the setup with this. This too, we saw Stephanie kind of snap quick on Sasha, and in the pre-tape, uh, Sa- I was live a pre-tape, but it was Sasha and uh, Bailey. I thought Stephanie. I, I don't think this was good for Bailey and Sasha. Stephanie's not a small girl. She's she's a big girl, a big, you know tall female. And then you got Sasha and Bailey who are the talents, and your stars. And now, not only is Stephanie looking down at them when she's talking to them, she's ripping them. I mean, like nasty, like punking them out. I know she's the boss. I know that's the gimmick. I get it. But uh, frankly, I think that's too much. It's too extreme with two young babyface girls, and she left Bailey and Sasha just sitting there like jabronis. They, they poor girls. They couldn't. What are they going to say? What are they going to do? I mean, that's how the bit was written. I get. I, I didn't like that. I, did you like it or not?
3: I mean, I thought it fit the. You know, you're trying to play up the Bailey underdog like a female Daniel Bryan type thing, so you have Stephanie right. as the authority right, right. come out there and like, oh, you're just Bailey and Sasha, like, right. know your place. I thought it fit, but mm. it. I, I agree that, like, they're the talent, so you want to... Th- there's other ways to go about being demonstrative. Right. Like, send Nia Jax... Like the earlier That's segment where, That's where they, story. where they, her and right. Charlotte backstage just right. ran roughshod not on
1: because them. Bailey and or you know uh, Sasha are going to take a punch or have a match or do something physical against Nia, they're not going to throw a punch at Stephanie. Exactly, they can't. You know, I thought Stephanie was going to slap one of these girls. She's looking down at them, punking them out. She, you know, I mean, you, you know, I, I don't, I don't think they should have done went that far with it. I just think it made it really look. I'm not crazy about when Stephanie cuts the nuts off of guy talent. But I could deal with it much better because she's a female, so she slaps a dude. The dude's not going to hit her back. She's not only the boss, she's a female. I'm cool with all that. I-, I get it when she's yelling at the guys. I get it. When she cuts a promo on the girls like that, that nasty, that stiff, in person, face-to-face, looking down at them, I don't think that's good. I think if it was on the Tron, maybe Stephanie's on the Tron, and she buries them while they're in a the ring, on a on mic, something like that. With his di- physical distance a nubworthy thing here. Physical distance, you know what I mean? So, when, when you have something like that with Stephanie Bailey and, and Sasha, I just think it went a little too far. I, I do. I just, I, I, I don't think that helps the younger talent. I, I know what you're saying, it, it, you know, she is the boss, she's the other figure, but you know what? You you you, you got to, um, you cannot have, you cannot um, get the talent to be cut cut off Who's gotta get over the talent or the boss? I'm right, gonna run a couple seconds later here. The show's not ending just a second. But you can't, you know what I mean? You can't, you can't do that. You I just my opinion. I don't agree with WWE in that. I do think they went a little too far with Stephanie with that. Uh, I look, don't get me wrong, Stephanie's an excellent heel her promo was great. I'm not knocking her performance. I'm not knocking her personally. I'm just knocking the creative behind it. And that also you made Sasha and Bailey look really small physically and emotionally. <laughs> okay great it's no secret that Sasha and Bailey aren't like Sasha's not a tall girl and I got it but still I don't think you gotta have the boss female look down at her and bury her like that I just don't think that's smart I, I, I just don't but you know what no one's losing sleep over it it's not gonna hurt the push over these girls but I'm just giving my perspective on how I would go about certain things with that kind of stuff you know what I mean that's all I'm saying so that's the deal on that so but otherwise anything else on Raw that stuck out that was huge that, that uh, I didn't get over because the show's basically over now this show the Taz show is there anything that stuck out yeah, Jericho
3: winning but we we, we covered that, we hit that yeah we
1: covered that yep yep we covered that well I want to thank uh, Mike Johnson coming on here doing the PW Insider Report sorry for the technical issues on that ladies and gentlemen if you guys experienced that I apologize thank you for everybody who called in the show people that were jumping on the gimmick chat over there at TazShow.com uh, trying to build that thing up which is cool And uh, thank you to the producer of the show here, the Lumberjack, Dennis Jones. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, Fan of Midland job, the thing for you, there's always tomorrow. Um, Room for improvement. All right, for everybody here the Taz Show, I'm yeah. Taz. You're not. See yeah. you tomorrow. Said
0: I was raised in the days of my space and screen names back then when I was only worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller. All these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world. I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen. Man, they movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same. Because we've been doing our own thing. Trying to stay up I want to go back to days with no grades We ordered the kids meal Play ball us all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture Don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns Got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at going for another drink just to get away we gotta live it up carolina here to stay i'm up and i won't let